What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever Dog Hey, James, can I ask you a question legitimately? Like, I know you don't swim like I don't swim. Mm-hmm. But do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster and stuff oh, like that? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I actually have a... Um, I do too! I have a uh, tabloid printout from Ohio from back when I was much younger that of, of the Lake Erie Monster, quote unquote. The Lake Erie Monster <laughs> attacking a boat. I had never heard of that before. I don't the know. Lake Erie Monster. Yeah, I don't know if there are actually people that believe in this or if that was just something that a tabloid decided to print, but I still I still have it. And I've had it since I was a, a kid. I just I was just looking at it the other day. <laughs> oh, listen, I believe this is my thing. Back in the day, people said the was it the giant octopus didn't exist? Yeah. You know, they were like, oh, that's mythical, whatever. And you know what happened? Technology got better and we found the goddamn giant octopus. Yeah. The giant octopus is real. <laughs> They're pretty big. Like, I was just reading that there's a over 100-foot-long jellyfish that exists. <laughs> <It's> just, uh... <laughs> James, James, it makes sense, okay? All those, like, I, I believe in a Nessie, okay? Like, I believe in aliens. But I tell you one thing I do believe in, I believe in the sea beast. What's that? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm saying, I no, I, I think I messed up. I'm sorry. Did I'm you sorry. just do that? No, what I'm saying is... <laughs> Don't how say we you learned? No, 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 my fault. Is how we learned that the octopus, mm-hmm. you know, is real. And like you, mm-hmm. you heard about the giant jellyfish. And sure. so I'm like, I believe Nessie's real, which is like right. Ness monster. Yeah, Nessie, Nessie yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. I believe Alien's real. So right. I'm telling mm-hmm. everybody, I believe in the sea beast. You know? Okay. All right. Well, because I, because James, I know, I know it's don't real. Continue. No, why, why are you doing this to me? No, <laughs> no, I'm not trying to do it to you. I'm just saying, Melissa, producer Melissa, cut her camera off when we do the zooms. I can't talk to her, so I'm letting you know. So you're just and making the sure audience, that I am aware. Okay. You and the audience that I believe in the sea beast. All right. Well, let's get out of this one. Let's go into that. <laughs> Let's just go straight into the episode now. I don't even need to. <laughs> so everyone knows 
Melissa popped on. <laughs> and she looked so disappointed. Whatever. Whatever. I, it's real, okay? It's not even right. a bit. Great. No, sure. I believe you. I believe you that it's not a bit. I believe that. I believe that you're not doing a bit right now. And Let's start the show. All right. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. It was them. They did it. The royals did it. The, the kings and queens, and we fought for their war. Is that the little girl? That's the little girl. I didn't know what the lie. <laughs> Why she sound like an old, sound like an old white man? That we fought for that wall. <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason, listen to that voice. I just imagine a gingerbread yelling. Like that just feels yeah. like next time you have next time you have a small character voice, you got to do James. Just do yeah. that. It was de- It's definitely one of those like animated. Uh, animated Christmas movies with We want another! That's what <laughs> oh no, sir! Uh, <laughs> oh boy. If this is your first time listening, wow. alright, this is a film review podcast where we review films starring leading black actors and actors of color. That's right. Yep, and we review them in the context of race. Race? And diversity. Diversity? In Hollywood. In Hollywood City! Today, we're reviewing an animated film called The Sea Beast, which was suggested by Jonathan Braylock, who surprisingly is not here. He's not here, and he made us watch this movie. So James and I watched this movie, and I have thoughts. <laughs> I have a couple thoughts as well. I got thoughts. And 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 it's not like we didn't we didn't recommend other stuff. Okay, all right, no, we, no, no, go ahead. No, we no, 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 let's get it out. Let's get it out. You know what? <laughs> Yeah, he ain't here. We, rec- we recommend it. We, it wasn't like we wasn't given options, you know? Good stuff. We gave some good options. Just stuff available on Netflix. We wanted to give the people what they wanted. But let me let y'all know. Y'all like, oh, wait, it's two of y'all. One of, J- one of John. How'd this happen? John whines so much <laughs> that you got no choice but to give but it. You a, just got to It is relent. a swindle that I never <laughs> learned. But damn, is it good? Because sometimes I was watching this movie and I didn't even remember... <laughs> When did we agree to it? Yeah, uh-huh. Me, me neither. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead, go ahead. What was you talking right. about? You were saying... Uh, uh, th- uh, this voice that is exasperated, already stressed, <laughs> is that a Gerard Milligan? And this voice is James oh the Third. James. James. <laughs> your voice... Yo, if you did a British voice, your voice would sound like Idris because your voice deep as shit. <laughs> this is how I... It's very funny that you say that, but this is this is my voice. Yo, again, I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all catch James on the <laughs> catch James on the street when he not in like comedy mode. Then it's gonna be like, hey, what up, y'all? Like just like that. Like he got no air in this his is, body. Yeah, yeah I mean. this is a funny bit because I just I would find it interesting if anyone ever thought that they would run up on me and hear like a super deep voice. <laughs> that would be really if you it would be if really you funny. see James on the street, just be like, hey, James, and he'd be like, hey, what up? That's how he talks too. Hey, what up? <laughs> All right. Well, t- today we're reviewing, yeah, the Sea Beast, which is a movie about. I- I'll say what it's about, okay? Oh no, Sea oh, no. Beast is about. You know, it's essentially how to train your dragon, but it's with Sea Beasts, okay? So it's like it's uh, you know it takes place in the past. 
and people hunt uh, these these beasts that come up out of like giant kaiju's that come up out of the water, and there's this ongoing war that's been happening between humans and the and the sea beasts. But through the kindness of a young black woman, we realize that you know that maybe history, you know, there's some, maybe there's some darkness to the history, and the history has been lying to you, and maybe the sea beasts are good. So basically, this movie <laughs> is about black women once again. Okay. Saving the day. Okay. Honestly, low key. By the end, of, we'll get to the end of the movie, but this movie definitely ends with black women saving the day. Yeah, it really. And you know who gets credit for it? A white dude. Well, he tried to, but dude. then she was like, "I ain't done." And yeah. then she made sure <laughs> she was like, "Uh-uh, I'm not done." <laughs> this movie stars Zaris Angel Hatar. Uh, yes, she plays the voice of a young girl. Carl Urban is our swashbuckling white guy who's in here. Jared Harris. Ooh, this other black woman. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Marianne, Jean Baptiste. Marianne. Yeah, John Baptiste. And, and I just have to give a shout out. This is a, a white dude, but I got to give a shout out to Jim Carter, whose voice I recognized immediately as the mayor from Dinotopia. So, if anybody, any fans of that Dinotopia miniseries, <laughs> he was the king in this. Dinotopia? Yes, uh, don't act like Dinotopia. Don't say it like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I'm looking it up. Well, so it's based off his book series that. that... Wait, 20. 2002. James Gurney illustrated. Yeah, 2000. It's it's oh, it's, I'm I'm reaching back. I'm reaching back, but I recognized his voice immediately. In, instantly, it was his voice. It was on the Hallmark. And he was channel? essentially playing this, essentially playing the same. Part. It was on ABC, but it was a co-production with with Hallmark and uh, and James. Uh, you just really love dinosaurs. I just love. There it is, and that's it. <laughs> that's that's the reality. <laughs> there's a photo of three white people, and there's like, and there's a dinosaur, and I want to say the dinosaur. Is telling them what to do. You talking about dinosaur? Dino, like, <laughs> like literally, as a dinosaur, I, I'm dead. Everyone, we don't got to talk take, about this. No, everyone, <laughs> take a second, Google Dinotopia, and it's gonna be a photo of three white people, two dudes, and a woman, and it's gonna be one dinosaur who's human height, mind you, yeah, with his hands up, telling them what to You're do. You're talking about Zippo. That's probably Zippo. Anyway, anyway, I would also be interested in people that know Dinotopia just off break, just who already just knows it, you know, who I said Jim Carter, Dinotopia, and you were like, oh, shit, Dinotopia. <laughs> so the Sea Beast opens with a flashback to the night before, and, you know, it's like, what, what dude's adrift, and it's like, oh, we come to our pirates. First off, another thing, I was, you know what I was watching? Sorry, before we get into that, James, what's your initial thought? Okay, I'll tell you my initial thoughts. This little black girl is not the star of this movie, okay? I just, that's, that's, my, that's my initial thought. It didn't even change by the end of the movie. I didn't have a different opinion by the time the movie was done. There is a point where they shift focus and she becomes, she becomes a more important character. But this movie is about the white dude and his father figure fighting the sea beast. And there is a, and there is a, a little black girl who who is really seeing things for how they really are, which is not uh, uncommon for POCs and marginalized peoples to, to know what's really <laughs> going on. And, and they, you know, they, they, uh, you know, open up opportunities for her to speak. And she has a very beautiful speech at the end that frankly, I was like, well, damn, I'm glad I watched it for this. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, this movie does not start this woman in a mad at Bray for making us <laughs> watch it. It's good. I think the movie's good. I think it's well written. I think it's funny. It definitely follows the beats of of animated movies like this. Like I'm I'm starting to notice that that exactly halfway through these animated movies, a weird creature that like can't speak and is goofy and whatever has to pop up 
and exist. Like that feels like something that happens in every single one of these movies in a way that like it was like clockwork when it happened in this. I like the relationship that they had with the kaijus and the way that that like unfurled. I just think that if for our podcast's sake, this actually could have been a movie from the point of view of this of this girl. And that could have been that could have been written more. And so even though this is not necessarily a problem with the movie, with the exception of the fact that it almost feels like pandering that that there's a black woman at the center of this. Get to it. I I've just I, I've been feeling that way lately with with stuff. And so that it there it, with apart from that, like like the movie could have been written through her POV and it's and it's not. And so to me, that's that's a little frustrating. So that that's what I'll say. Now I'll just say that I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. Funny, good, good acting, good voice cast. Carl Urban is very funny in this, and and does a good job at, at the, as his as his character. Ooh, James getting spicy, and I'm here for <laughs> uh, it. You know what? I'm gonna double down on that spice. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna double down on that spicy chicken sandwich. Okay, <laughs> listen, Jonathan Braylock watched this movie before we saw it. He watched this movie and thought that this young black girl was elite. I hadn't finished it. James III sent a message, I don't think this black girl to lead. I felt that way watching it because it felt like a movie where, you know, usually you have a white person and they got to understand black people or good people by the end of the movie. Instead, in this case, it was a white dude who had to understand that, you know, monsters, quote unquote monsters, are good people. But he had a black guide, a.k.a. Jimmy the Cricket, letting him know and help open his eyes in certain moments. But he still said this, like, he said, watch it till the end. She the lead. I'm like, no, 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 no. She gave a good speech. Yes, she did. She did. But at the end of the day, James is right. It's about this white dude, his older white fake daddy, and all the other white people in the town who, like, didn't like these animals. And you know what I think it was? I think it's a metaphor. I think it's a metaphor for people of color. Because my thing is, every time these animals did nothing, it's like, who started the war? Why is this happening? Oh, no, it's the books. The books taught us to hate people. Look, we live in America, okay? And the one thing America gonna do, America gonna make you hate the indigenous and the black and browns, okay? That's one thing they gonna do, all right? I done heard about them books they trying to ban in Florida. And you know why they trying to ban them, James? Because they want you to know, James, they want, they want you to tell your daughter, James, they want you to tell your daughter that black people came over here like on their own free will. It was, it was what was it called? It's displacement, like something displacement. That's what they want you to tell your daughter, James. That's Involuntary what they want you to displacement, right? Is yes, the, that's the, what it is was. That the phrase? Yeah, that's yeah, the fuckery yeah. we're doing. Now, once again, Jonathan Braylock watched this movie. Okay? And again, I, I will be honest. I enjoyed the movie. I honestly had to stop because we, like, I grew to love Red, which is the name of the monster, and I knew it was going to happen. Like, they're going to try to attack Red. I figured she was going to survive, but she was going to get hurt, and I was like, I don't want to see Red get hurt. You know? Yeah. And again, and also this oh, little black girl is truly a strong supporting role in the film, but she just s- simply is not the like it, to call her the lead, it feels absurd. <laughs> like, no way she's the lead. <laughs> and again, what sucks about this is that throughout the whole movie, she's telling this white dude, hey man, I think these monsters are cool. These they're they're good people. Lily, Lily, this black girl is saying is they're good people too. The whole movie. But this but this white dude had to get stuck on the island and meet one good one that had to save his life. Literally, he had to save his life. And then at the end of the movie, 
that white dude didn't even have the balls to really stand up to his dad until the very end. And you know what happened? Whole time, this little black girl with a little knife trying to say today. And you know who helps that black girl? Not the white dude who's over here on the whole movie. She with this white dude and animal. You know who helps her? A black woman she met for five minutes. <laughs> What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day, or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earner today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I also thought about you, Gerard, at the at the end when at the end when Carl Urban goes up to to Red and and tries to stop Red from from attacking the okay and it was it's this I feel like this happens in a lot of these movies but essentially the monster which is like a which 
which like you said, is essentially analogous to people of color and like and subjugated people, the monster has to choose to be the bigger one. Like has to choose to like, <laughs> the monster has to decide not to do the fight. And I was like, I can't believe that's what's happening. I'm gonna let y'all know right now, I'm not talking about this movie in order. Let me tell you why I'm not talking about the movie in order. Cause it's from the white dude perspective. But I will say this though, James, I was watching the show, The Boys, and I'm not going to spoil it, but there's an episode of The Boys where the black dude goes, why the fuck do I always have to, like, pick the higher ground and turn the other cheek? But you white people get to do whatever you want. And I, literally, right now, right now, I'm going to be honest with y'all. James got me hype. Plus, John ain't here, so I'm, I'm whatever. What is pissing me off is that we live in a world where people of color, I'm being very specific, people of color, not white women too, people of color have been fighting for equality when it comes to Hollywood, when it comes to jobs, when it comes to, I mean, everything from the Supreme Court to literally being an above-the-line person in a film to a goddamn principal of a school. And people are like, oh, we need to hire diversity, which you should have fucking been doing. But now there's a complaint because white dudes are losing jobs, and it's like, it's not fair if y'all want diversity. Why do we have to be fair when we're finally trying to balance out shit? And it's not balanced yet. But the moment a white dude loses a job to somebody he is more qualified, sorry, to somebody he is less qualified than, it's like, oh, that person's like, no, nigga, you've been trash. You was trash at this job, and now somebody who's good at the job is getting the job, you trash-ass motherfucker. But let's talk uh, yeah, about okay, this kid's right. movie, though. Yep, let's, let's talk about, about this movie. Yep, okay, so, let's talk about this so, but here we go. So, like, in the opening, like you, like you were saying, right, the opening is, and, and talking about the perspective of the movie, it is that little girl telling, she's like telling the story. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like telling the story of these, of these things, right? But it's like, it's, if this movie would have started with little her and like her parents and like her parents being like, we about to, <laughs> we about to go off and fight this battle. And then we're just dealing with the parents and we literally never see Carl Urban or Carl Urban's father figure, then that's a movie about her. But it, that's, that's not, you know, that's not a part of the story. Show her witnessing her parents die and then her having to learn, like, I've hated you, but not only did I hate you, but I, I hated you because literally the rich white people put us against each other. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and honest, and just flip it. Have her, have her reading, anyway, I know we're stupid talking about what actually happens in the movie, but have her reading the books and dreaming about it can still be Carl Urban's character, a white, a white sailor dude. It can still be that. And but we don't meet him until 35, 40 minutes into the movie. Instead of not really meeting her until 35, 40 minutes into right. the movie. See, you know, but this anyway. is the thing. This is the thing I think James is getting on. And I, I wanna I wanna reiterate this. I feel like we're getting into a point where Hollywood is like, yeah, we need diversity. They will, they will cast a black woman, which I think is fantastic, but then all of a sudden. It's like her dad, her love interest, her cousin somehow is still a famous white dude. Or like the white dude is still kind of like there. And you're like, wait, wait, is she the lead or is this white dude the lead? And it's been happening so often. that this is the first time I've seen it in animation where it's like, hey, it should be about this black girl. But we know she's a black girl. So we got to put this white dude that you know from the boys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just hurts. And then we finally get to the, like, we finally get to the girl. Like, she's in an orphanage, and, like, you know, she, she's talking to her friends. She's regaling them with these stories. And then, you know, the, the white people come to town. Also, what is very interesting is they set up this 
black. Wait, wait, wait. Have we ever had a movie with like black people portraying like swashbucklers and pirates and stuff? Not in the lead in the same way. I mean, there are black pirates in pirates in the pirate series. Cause, but no, is uh, Naomi Harris is a witch. She's Calypso. Is there a black? And then Zoe Saldana. Are there no black? Zoe Saldana is in the movie for a second. Yeah, like she's in there for a second, but then in the second one, it's yeah, Naomi Harris. But she's a she's a witch. So there are no. I feel like there's probably a black. Not am one I of just, the not one of the main rewriting history. Just assuming that not one of the main six. Because this is my thing. Because they're making a new pirates movie. I think. And Margot Robbie's doing it, but I'm like, but that's another white woman. Like, Kira Knightley was already in the other one, and she, like, ran a ship at one point. Like, I done seen white ladies. Like, I, like, yeah, man, I get it. Cool. Again, I don't know enough about the pirates genre to know. I went straight to Pirates of the, of the Caribbean because that's what I, that's all that I've seen. But I don't know if any of those shows, like Black Sails or anything, had any black pirates or anything like that. So if they not on the poster, they wasn't a lead. The leads are on the poster. So essentially these these opening scenes though are it's like we get the, we get the black girl for a little bit but then we're we're very focused on Carl Urban his pseudo father figure and their quest to to their quest to take down Red is who is is who it, what we end up calling the like main sea beast in this and it's it's exciting in terms of like just writing and stuff it's exciting like what's going on like the 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 fight sequences it's like it's like long it's like long and like and the beasts are huge and and all of that and and they're they're noticing that like if they can hit vulnerable spots like spots where they've already hit before then it's like that that takes down the the beast just a little bit more than if they hit a, fr- a fresh spot. And so there's like all these, you're sort of tracking that. All of that stuff's fun. Captain Captain Crow is the father figure of Jacob. That's Carl Arba's character. And and he essentially almost dies. And in the, in the act of almost dying, he decides instead of pursuing that he's going to go away. I didn't quite get what the code was there. Like there's a code yeah, that uh, you're no, I guess to- you have to save pirates have to protect pirates no matter who they, or, or hunters have to protect hunters no matter like whether you like them, whether they were good or bad or whatever the fuck. So they had to go protect the other hunter when he was fighting a Kraken. Come on, yes, baby. Yes, Kraken, yes. Thank he you. was yes, fighting a Kraken. Kraken. And, you know, they get back to town. They don't kill the Kraken, which is crazy because I think that's the one they should have went after because the Kraken, like, fucked up their ship and the other ship. But they're going after... Listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. All right, let me stop. I don't even... Let me not. Okay. <laughs> you know, they go back to the town. The black, the little young black girl, she sneaks out, she gets there, she finds, you know, Jacob and is like, are you the one who slayed four monsters in a, in, in a, in a week or something? He's like, it was actually five. So, you know, he literally put, he literally pays money to ship her out of town. Okay. <laughs> okay. She's a, she's like, I was the same age you were. I know all about this stuff. He's like, well, it's different. You might not make it. He, she's like, but you did the same thing. He got no answer. And you know what he does? Instead of addressing this young black girl, he gives some white lady who don't speak <laughs> money to take her to another town. Yeah, but because he couldn't deal with, you know, John he couldn't Braylock be dealing with this movie, y'all. <laughs> he couldn't be dealing with a child, you know. I thought this was actually weirdly. I thought this was written strangely, though, because it's super quick that Captain Crow turns on her. 
I get, I get that they're trying to, I get that they're trying to like sort of establish like that it took Jacob needs to warm up to this, to this girl, you know, this new character. But it's like in this, when when he's like go away, she, so she ends up stowing away. She ends up stowing away in a barrel, and when when Crow meets her, he's he's enamored by or 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 moved by how excitable she is, and she he, he keeps saying she's all. What is it? She's all, she's like all fire, that one, or, or all vinegar, all vinegar. It's a great, it's a, it's truly a great phrase that doesn't go away. He keeps saying it every time he sees her. All vinegar, that one. That means she's spicy. Yes, it, do, it does mean she's spicy, but it's of that Read era. Read between the lines. Read between <laughs> <right>. the lines. <laughs> it's true. It is true, though. It is, I mean, yeah. Come <laughs> on, true. read between the lines. Read between those lines, and he is calling a person of color spicy. <laughs> but then in the next scene, when they, when, when Lil Red, when they're like about to fight Lil Big Red or whatever, Red, Red, she starts like unhooking the hooks, and he gets so mad, he pulls a gun on her <laughs> like he pulls well, she, the gun so so he becomes in my mind at this point he he's like captain nemo so he's like obsessed now because it took him 30 years to find red he lost her and then all of a sudden he saw her again and the way the ship was wrapped up is that red was going to end up like taking the ship down and basically killing everybody but instead she's like she sees something in her she's like i don't think she wants to do this her and jacob decide to like do it like jacob lets her cut he could have stopped her and you know what Jacob does? He lets the black woman take the fall for it. Yeah. And honestly... And he blames I, her I, for I would, the most of the, at the beginning. I would actually even say that, that Jacob, like, didn't even have... He didn't have the heart to stop her. And he also didn't have the heart to not... To, to like, to do it with her. So instead, what he did was he just froze and did nothing like he did this and so he chose he chose inaction which which of course was help ended up ultimately helping her to choose inaction but like i did like that character moment of him being unable to unable to do anything you know this is my thing about it that was cool it was just like she like when they finally make it to the island or whatever, because the mon- the monster Red ends up saving them, he keeps blaming her. Like if you wouldn't have cut those lines, and she goes, "We did, like we did. You didn't stop me. We did." And he he continues to blame her. And to me, okay, as a person who would watched this movie, like Jonathan Braylock did, <laughs> he should know that this movie starts off as an affront. Okay, no, but dead ass. It's like I watched this movie, and it's so hard because this movie felt. I, it's hard. I feel difficult. I enjoyed it. I did enjoy that this black girl was at least here, but you're right. Like, you didn't need the white guy. Or that could have been a black dude. Or a Hispanic guy. Or an Asian American. That's why it feels like pandering that this character is a black woman, as opposed to storytelling that this character is a black woman. Or even just, like, happenstance, like... This is a this is a diverse cast and and anybody is any color and blah 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 whatever because that is not the case it's like mostly white people <laughs> and then like and then just a black you know what I mean like it's like and so it feels like they're like you know it'd be cool is if the little girl who like who you know twenty years ago this would have been a little boy right like it would have been a little white boy <laughs> like that's what this would have been twenty years ago so it's like. And yes, we will acknowledge that, right? But it, but it, 
it, it's somewhat, it feels somewhat like pandering to be like, wouldn't it be cool if the person that sees the difference is a little black girl and that'll give us those points, you know, it'll give us the, the it'll give us the points in the BLM crowd if we do, well, you know what I mean? Like it just feels, no, it, yeah, it, it feels, it pandery. feels that way. It feels pandery. And my thing about it is, again, like I, I did love seeing her here. I love, I love seeing her go on adventures. I love seeing her talk to the animals. Again, I thought she was fantastic. I thought the voice acting was really good. And again, I like Carl Urban. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's been in some of my favorite movies and doesn't get credit. Yeah, like, he just, he never gets credit. I feel like he always, like, dies somehow. I'm like, oh, no. But it was so tough. It really was tough for me. Like, every step of the way, she's teaching him about that. Like, they get to the island. He is about to attack the, 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 the monster that just saved him. And then she stops him twice. Then he's like, well, I saved us. When like, he's like, no, you didn't. Then when the mo- she gets the monster to take them on the trip, then she gets the monster, she teaches the monster how to like turn. And it's like, he is slowly learning. Like the monster helps him get what I am tired. I am tired of these green book ass movies where like a white person just has to be around yeah. somebody that they don't. This would have this probably would have been Bray's point, right? Which is like, she is the one to see the differences. You know, she is the one to bridge the gap. Uh, she's the one that like, you know what I mean? She's the one that see, sees it the bigger picture, but it's just sort of like, <laughs> it's it's infuri- it's somewhat infuriating for all those other reasons we've been saying. <laughs> like, yeah, man, to me it's like, cause you know what it is? He felt in the way of her. Like, it felt like at the beginning, she was doing all that Jiminy Cricket type shit. Like, can't you open your eyes? And I'm like, man, what the fuck? And I'm like watching her, like, literally like, look. Like, I feel like at some point she was like, look how happy she is. I'm like, man, kick this nigga overboard and you and the damn, <laughs> like, you and the kaiju just go live your life. She could have stayed on that island. Neither her nor Red needed to leave that goddamn island. She had food. She had a pet. He hated on her pet. Yo, think it, man. This, yo, she didn't need this nigga at any point. As a matter of fact, he almost got her killed. Okay, and she even says at one point, you almost got me killed. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He does almost get her get her killed because, because he's so incensed in the sea beast war, you know, this this creature that's clearly been, that has frankly clearly been helping them. <laughs> At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, His Golden Messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live. Oh, oh, snap. Look who decided 
The to person, again, who made us watch this movie <laughs> about this white us. man, okay, and a black girl teaching him the era of his ways Wait, has got on the... No, nah, we've been dogging you oh, for at least yo. 30 minutes. Yo, we're going to need er- you everybody. to say why this movie is a, is a black man can't jump in Hollywood film. <laughs> what are you talking about? But listen, never play, never play the opening of this for him. Never play it. No, I but I'll just say that we that that I my my initial thoughts were this movie is not about this black girl. She's a strong supporting character. She's a strong supporting character, but she's not the lead. And I was actually just saying before you hopped on that seemingly because Dra was just talking about how she has to keep telling the the white guy like this guy's the 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 monster's helping us and blah 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 blah. That potentially your POV might be. Yeah, she was the one who, you know, she had the foresight. She did blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now that now you can probably, you can in your own words, you know, t- talk about this movie. Let us know why, why, why do we need to be doing this on this podcast? Because right now, Gerard and I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because John will listen to this episode. <laughs> John is going to listen back to this episode. What movie did you guys before watch? He comes on, <laughs> before he comes we watch, on. We watched The Sea Beast. <laughs> this is the thing. This is the thing. Bray, I'll give you a heads up. It's like, we just were like the movie would have been better told from her because at the beginning, she does, we get to see her like understand her family and blah, blah, blah. But the first half is like her dealing with this white dude and helping him learn like, see, Red isn't bad. Teach her to move like this. But she she learns it first, though. She doesn't she doesn't feel that she doesn't feel that red isn't bad in the beginning. She thinks red is bad. Right. That's her journey. Okay. All right. Okay. So she she can. It would be different if she felt that if she never changed, but she does change. The beginning is she's the most. She changes in five minutes. No, no, not in. Five she does. Minutes. She's wise. No, I'm saying. I mean, in a good way. I mean, like basically. But she's a kid. She's so wise. She's like. Yeah. Yeah. She's like. Wait a minute. What's going on? Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait, hold, wait, one, two, three. This doesn't add up. <laughs> I, I feel like don't do this. Don't do this. This movie has such a great message. So no, this is my thing. So this is my thing. I enjoyed the movie. The message is good. I think the the thing that I will and I won't speak for James. The thing I really bump up against is that I just really think this movie would have benefited just from her. Like James had a really good pitch where like you know we open this movie and. You know, we we kind of see why the main white dude and his pirate dad are like really obsessed with getting this pirate. But the girl's story is so good because her story is like her par- both of her parents were famous, legendary like monster hunters, and they died. And I'm like, you you could have opened on them and like whether or not she was alive to see it and like her journey because that it's is just true. So I, entwined with I him. will say that. I am mad that the very opening scene, that the first scene is of the dudes as a kid and his ship getting wrecked, even though you could have easily have made that her parents. Because you could have been, and it would have been epic to see. I want to see how they die. You know what I mean? Like, that would have been cool, like them fighting and then dying at the hands of some sea monster. It's basically doing the exact same thing you're doing. I don't know why we needed to know the white dudes. I, I guess that's a part of his backstory, but like we could have, that could have been phoned Bray, in. Right, we didn't need it. We didn't need it. 
We didn't need it at all. We didn't. We that. I mean, we my thing is didn't James, need it at all. <laughs> James also brought up another good point, which is something that I feel like has been happening in Hollywood, and I feel like it's happening an exorbitant amount to black actresses. Whereas, like, they would diversify a movie, and it'd be a black female lead. Like, for for instance, in this one, it almost feels like it should be about this black woman, but yet we have to like shoot horn in a white dude. And I'm like, you didn't. You you could have took him out of this movie, and it genuinely would have been a great movie. Well, it's still one. It feels you still like need the two hander. You still need the like uh, adult and a kid. I think you know. Yes. Okay. It's not so much that. It's not so much that that it feel it feels like pandering to have it be a little black girl specifically in this movie. Like while I like the message, especially having her do, give the speech at the end, I think that's great. There's there's elements of it that feels like. It's like they're trying to get points for having it be a little black girl as the as the as this character instead of it instead of how what I would have liked just to keep out the frame framework of this podcast. If this were really a movie about her, it would look and feel different. You know, that's that's my that's my that's my main point. Their adventurous music would have had a drum beat in it. They'd have been like, right. oh, we got well, a black lead. Let me get a little. Well, certainly not like... that. That's not what I'm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? That's what they did. The part we're at is we're at that part where the young girl, the white dude, and Red are heading back to what was it, Rum Island or something like that? I, oh, after they after they find the little whatever the, oh, blue, the little blue thing, little blue thing. Yeah, I wanted more blue. I wanted more blue. I have to be honest. I feel like I feel like they were like they were like okay, every animated movie needs like a little fun, cute character, but they were like they were like but. They relied too much on that, and we're not going to do that. And it's like, no, no, no. Just give, if you're going to introduce him, like, give it to us. Game Blue. They have a really good transition later on. It's it's several scenes later, but when we see Blue next, and they're like, nothing can possibly take this ship down, and then we just see Blue pop up out of the water. I wish that would have had a, even a bigger impact instead of it just being like. Blue's here now. You know what I mean? Like that could have. Been- I liked Blue. I think the thing I really liked because I do think the message is really good when they're stepping on the eggs and they get, and like, and for me, I'm like, oh snap, they're on this island. Whatever pops out of there is going to try to like kill them. Yeah. But no, it did. It was chasing them because they like, what's it called when animals had a baby? Yeah. And they like mark you or whatever. They thought they were the parent or something like that. Oh, so they were like, oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So they like, they're literally just like trying to get close to them because they were like, they thought that was the parent and printed. Yeah. yeah. And I like, that's so cool. Cause basically what it does is at every point in this movie, Every monster, except for the crab, which at that point, like I think the crab was just out here. The crab was just hungry. The crab just wanted some food. Hey, man, crab, crab needs to eat. Yeah, you know the crab is out here, <laughs> but every animal was good. You eating my kind? Why can't I eat you? What? What's going on? <laughs> That's true. Y'all don't That's blink true. twice when you eat crab legs. Hey, don't do this. <laughs> so hey, I, I'm gonna have some human nah, legs. You it know, it's true. It's tasty. You know, <laughs> it, it, the crab was like, let me get some hot butter. And, you Don't know, do this. Like, Don't do this. God, oh my God. God. I mean, you know, get some little human legs. That's all right. <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, my God. That's so terrifying. Yum, yum. That's so terrifying. Because I definitely know how to crab and I definitely look. At... All right. This isn't fun anymore. This is, <laughs> this is now sad. This is not fun. Uh, no, but it's so interesting because like every time you see an animal, it makes you see everything differently. Like even the one at the beginning. The first, the the Kraken, when at the very beginning, now thinking back in hindsight, when the Kraken can get away, it just leaves. They're like, oh, it made it over. The, like, it, it just is like, hey, I don't want this smoke. I'm gone. 
So it's so interesting to see that every time one of these quote unquote monsters are there, it's usually the humans attacking, attacking first. And they're like, well, I guess I got to defend myself. But yeah, they're vilified. And at the end of the day, you know who was a bad guy, uh, Bray? The man. Yeah. King, King Queen. <laughs> the, the man. Monarchs. The colonialists. Come on. The colonizers got this whole thing. They put their own people out there to die. You know, the general's like, hey, my, my brother was on that ship, okay? My brother was there. And y'all over here eating crumpets and tea, okay? Y'all over here comfortable, all right? I loved how many characters there were and how I felt like there were so many two-dimensional characters in this way that was like, I actually don't know. You know what I mean? Like you had the king and queen because you were on different people's sides at different moments. Like when the the dude, when they first rolled up to the king and queen and they were like, actually, F you guys, F the hunters, we got our own like iron ship. We don't need you. And you're like, hey, man, screw you guys. The hunters are cool. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, wait, the hunters are, they're, they're also bad. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> there was a lot. I mean, I loved, I love that it allowed people to be complex in that kind of way. And I love that we were learning. It, it's like, because it felt very relatable to me when you grow up and you start to realize that everything you were told as a kid isn't necessarily true you know and then you're kind of like wait why do people do things this way and then like adults who still buy in are like because that's what just that's the way it is you know like what do you mean like what, 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 are, you, what are you talking about you know and it's like okay you know uh, and i love the line that was repeated several times of like well what are you trying to say that like you you're like my parents died heroes like does that mean like your parents died heroes. Does that mean they're not heroes? And it's like, no, 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 they're they're still heroes, but that doesn't mean they w- weren't wrong. That's yeah, like, that was a great that was a great line. <clears throat> By the way, I don't know if you guys talked about this, but the animation is like oh so clean, incredible. Oh my god, so clean. It looked like the dragon. What is that movie where they ride the dragons? How to Train Your Dragon. How to Train. It like that's what Red looked like to me. She looked like one of those dragons. The design of Red looked a lot like Toothless, specifically. Like looked looked like like I don't even know if yeah, was this DreamWorks because if it was, it's like did they use a model? I think it actually. I think it, I think it was. I think it, I feel like it was. I mean, I loved the way she looked though. I was like, oh, cause I, I like I told uh, Brad, I told James, I cut the movie off. Cause I didn't want to see Red get hurt. Cause you know, at one point you're like, something gonna happen to Red, and they got like she'd be okay. But like, I didn't want to see Red all sad. And when they got that special spear, I was like, oh no, the poison spear. That was too much. It was Netflix animation, I guess. I it was it was through their oh wow their animation incredible. Company. But you know what though, their animation house took. I think they bought because the the what's it called again? The 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 drag. Yeah, I think they had a, a Netflix animated show. They series. did, they did. Yeah, I want. I wonder if the model is if they if they started there, you know, and and then you know augmented in those other ways. That's a good question. This director is Chris Williams. He directed. Let's see. Co-directed Moana. He directed Big Hero Six. Hey, that that's a, that's great. Bolt. Ah, I love Bolt. It's also yeah, a good it was movie. Slept on. It was slept on. It was slept on. Yes, it is the same animation house because they did Cloudy with a Chance to Meet Boss, which looks which looks like that. Big Hero Six Two has that kind of like clean kind of. Nope. 
Sorry, they definitely did Holly with a Chance and Balls as well. Yep. They did all of them. All right, cool, cool. But I do love, I love the way Bray looks and all like, I thought they did really well with making the monsters, not monsters, the kaiju, looking massive when they needed to, which is so hard to me, like when you're watching animation. Like at the beginning, when the the kaiju was under the boy floating, I was like, ooh, I lo-. also, I wanted this to be live action. I was like, this would be so cool live action. It would be. I mean, you can, you have a lot more freedom doing it this way, you know. Yeah, it would be a cool, it would look even more epic if it were live action. Can I, can I tell you something right now? Up until I just checked her IMDb, I forgot Morbius existed. <laughs> because I was like, oh, right. Here is an entire Marvel, this is a Marvel, right? Marvel it Sony. Is. Yeah. I was like, this is an M. This is a Marvel movie that I for I forgot was there. Oh, Marvel Sony, but it's it being yeah. worked into the MCU or? Well, only only in the way that they're connected. Only in the way that they're connected now, thanks to Far From Through Home. Through the multiverse, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, got it. But my my in laws actually just saw it and they liked it. They liked it. They were, they thought it had a stronger start than the end, but they like and the end. And my father in law is is super into comics. So, at the very least, there's that. <laughs> also, this young actress played Matilda in, in London oh, cool. in the musical. That's cool. London. Oh, cool. Hey, we also had a first mate who was black. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Loved her. Also, because she was like, at certain points, hey, man, we don't do this. All right, I'll go with it. And then she'd, tell to, she'd talk to the crew. Yeah, this ain't this. Like, I feel like she was so cool. And then even at the end when she helps Amazie and she goes, I should have gave you a bigger knife. I like that. So literally the day was saved by two black women. I liked that. And then I and then I I, I mean, I, re, I I liked a few things. I liked that red was just like, I'm going to start attack. Like I, I see them. They were trying to get me. I'm just going to I'm going to split this ship in half. <laughs> like, I liked that. I like I, I love when the when the persecuted just rise up and just start doing it. <laughs> just start. Okay, I was just going to say, why did my man? Why did my man point his one tiny little gun and go, I'm going to take this thing? I was like, what do you do, bro? At least tell somebody before you shoot. You're just going to take this shot yourself? Yeah, no one has their guns ready, man. What's wrong with you? He's like, uh. <laughs> also, what makes it crazy is that they said the legend was that the sea, the sea beast used to travel on land. No one's seen these motherfuckers on the ground. You see this nigga at the top of a hill? Yeah. And you not yeah. shook? It's called the sea beast. <laughs> the sea beast this nigga is on land at the top of a hill and your idea is to be like oh shit let me shoot him with a pistol I know I know lord have mercy also <laughs> let me tell you something else I'm gonna get deep I don't care this is going down this little black girl's running down the hill and you know what happens it ain't it ain't red that shooter you know who accidentally shoots her because they don't care about the casualties? Who don't care about the casualties? And then shot. The Pope. Oh, I mean. The, no, no, uh, hey, we're not political. Sorry, we ain't no, political. We ain't political, We ain't political. But all I'm saying is, there's this black woman, because that's how they treat people when they over like six and they black, gets shot. Cut, wakes up, breaks out of jail because they put her in jail, okay? Lock the dough. <laughs> Even after that, 
She still saves these motherfuckers. She she could have just been like, hey, Red, let's go. But she's like, nah, I'm going to stop Red from eating this white man who put me in jail and who tried to shoot me at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, that's true. She saved his life. He tried to shoot her. Not all of them. Hit. She saved all of Yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> she saved many, many people's lives. Yeah. Listen, to, ev- to every black woman out there, please know black men can't jump. We appreciate y'all. We see, we see what y'all do. You know, we see how y'all protect, y'all serve. Because this movie is some bullshit. Now I'm thinking about it. This literally, this movie, think about it. This, this little black girl, Bray, when you see her, she is bleeding, the turn, dog. The turn. She is bleeding. They literally, my man holds up his hand covered in blood. I'm like, they shot that black. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, I couldn't believe it. Yo, I, I was like, did y'all shoot this black girl? What the it. fuck? I couldn't believe. And not only could I not believe that, but again, in a in a movie that is claiming to have a black person as the second build, okay? They're claiming that story-wise. Really, it's supposed to be a two-hander. It's supposed to be It's co- supposed to co- be a two. It really is, right? So like or so even they might even be, both be top build, right? For for that to be the case, how is it that once she starts to realize that the that the kaiju are like good, the fact that her parents are just become a line in her speech at the end instead of instead of it being a much more significant thing hovering over the movie from that point is crazy. Like 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 you know like she like literally like the kaiju, she's on its back and. <laughs> <laughs> it is essentially listening to her when she talks to it. And her parents are dead because somebody fucked up somewhere. <laughs> somebody fucked up somewhere. And the but it but it's just a line. Now, granted, it does make her stand up to the whole entire, <laughs> you know, the entire royal family. Like that is the that reality makes her do that. But it feels like throwaway in the movie in a way that I that I do, w- which is why I agree that this movie is quote unquote some bullshit. You know what I mean? It just is. Some... <laughs> <laughs> the movie is it's just some why bullshit. Why are you saying you know it's so I mean? polite? Like the, the, the delivery of us three is so drastic. If Braylock hated a movie, Braylock, this was bad. <laughs> James goes, yeah, this was some bullshit. It was so classic. Look, but I did enjoy it. I, I truly did enjoy it. And I loved that this biker had the speech, but it just made me sad because it just felt like, I don't know, man. I always feel like black people in particular always have to go above and beyond to like, I don't know, prove that somebody's good or that we're good. Like Chris Rock always says, like his joke of like, um, you know, black people always have to prove that like we're good. And it's like, yeah, we've been good. You know, we've been fine. And that's what this movie was. Like every time I saw Red, I don't know. I just saw like a black person who was just like misunderstood. And I'm like, man, I don't know. I, just, I like, I think I put too much on it. But just seeing this black girl be like, I think it's a her. And then like seeing, I don't know. I don't know. That's real though. It just made me. And she was an orphan. Yeah. And then she was like, yo, let's be a family. And then he rejected her. And she's like, all right, fine, whatever. And he kept talking. And I'm like, shut up, dude. She saved your life. You only would be lucky to adopt her because she don't need you. She got bread. Also, where did they go? What? Where did they go though? At the end, did they just go back to the island? Like they just rolled off, and we just never saw them. We just heard the voice. Oh, like well, I guess they went to the island. 
I mean, the where she was from originally was an I was a a beach city, or like the water was very close to the city. Oh, okay. Because I was like, they wrote it off. Where they were. He didn't could have been back to the island. He was the captain. He didn't take the ship or the crew. He didn't thank the black lady, but I guess he didn't know. They could have took her. Yeah. How come he didn't take the ship? Yeah, I was like, what happened here? They're like, all right, it's time to go, Red. I'm like, why? Red was chilling. Like, bring the other homies. Like, let everybody know we good. You know what I mean? Like, bring everybody through. Like, yo, look, this is all my folks. They didn't show nobody blue. Where was blue? Blue say the day too. Like I said, I I needed more blue in this movie for sure. I see what you guys are saying. I think like, what do you do? You feel like she's not the lead? Like Denzel isn't the lead in Training Day? Or yes, I think so. Okay, I think she's a driving force, but I think they put so much focus on. But it's so tricky because Bray, I see what you're saying. Like at the end, I feel like they tried to reinsert Jacob. But then she's like, uh-uh, I'm not done. Then she has a speech on top of that, which kind of gives her the power back. So it, was, it, it, is, it is very interesting, but it's just that, like, the middle, the first middle half is, like, her teaching him and him trying to learn. And then the back half is, like, her getting hurt and then him trying to, like, figure out what to do. And then eventually she gets... So maybe it is a little bit more even kill. It may not be on this same level, but... It is less, it's less Denzel and Training Day to, to me. It, it exists somewhere between Denzel not being the lead of tra- Training Day and Morpheus not being as big a part in Matrix as people remember. <laughs> it's somewhere, it's somewhere, to me, it's so, I know that his part is significantly smaller than hers is in, in, in this, but, but it, it's, it exists a little bit more in, in that people leave the Matrix being like, Lawrence Fishburne. You know what I mean? Like, they, like, really think that he's, like, a, a really big part in that. And he's really not. But not quite. But she's not quite as big as, as Denzel, to me, in, 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 in this. That was the uh, experience I that. that I, I mean, had. I oh, feel like, okay. well, because, like, Morpheus is, like, the third. It's, like, it's, like, Neo, Trinity, then Morpheus. It could be, it could be Neo, Trinity, Smith. Morpheus. That's true. That's true. And I think that's why, but I think that's why what you, exactly that is why people think that he has a bigger part than he did. Cause you're not quite, a, you're actually not sure if he's third or if he's it's third. I've never, I, I've never ever thought of Morpheus as even close to the lead in the matrix, but I do still feel like he has a big part in, in the sense that he's the teacher, you know, and the guide as it were. The only reason I like talking about this, this is one of Bray's favorite movies. So now I'm just trying to, because Brady poking holes in our favorite things. I'm just trying to think, what else can I say about The Matrix real quick? This isn't even a hole. I'm just talking about how people talk about yes, Hey, Hey, that nigga Morphe is magical. He literally a magical <laughs> Negro. He be in that joint teaching that nigga magic. Uh, he like, hey, uh, hey, you want to jump in slow motion? I got you. And he just be teaching that. It's like, no, I'm done. We should do The Matrix, because, you know, Keanu. Have we it. already done it? Oh, shit. Yeah, we, we the original? Have. The original? Yeah, we did the original. We haven't done revolutions, or we haven't done reloading. any of the. Oh, that's right, we did resurrections, but we haven't done. We did resurrections. Yeah, we haven't done reloaded. Or let's get, a, let's get another matrix in there. You know what I'm saying? Reloaded. Yeah. We yeah, they're com- they're complicated. Reloaded at well, resurrections had Jada in it too. Oh yes, yeah, right. I do. I I get what you're saying in the sense that especially the beginning, was she had a thing, and then also. Well, I don't know. She was really brave. I really liked her character, though. Like, I didn't feel like they made her character, I don't know, small or, like, 
she wasn't like a little damsel in the stress the whole time, which, which right, is, yes, yes, which is great. That's true. Yeah. yeah. You know what's so interesting about about this movie though? Truly, is you're right, Bray. Like I, it's tricky because I I do think she was in it. I do think she had, she did have her arc. It's just that she was so smart that it was like completed so early on. Even Asher, he's like, your parents died facing these monsters. And she's like, yeah, I just don't know if what they were fighting for is true. Like, however she said it, immediately she's like, yeah, I think. Yeah, you're right. Like, she's just so smart. And it's like, she figures it out. And she's like, yeah, I don't think, I think they're not bad. And then she, again, is the one who discovers that it was. The the king and the queen. The rich yep. white people mm-hmm. who were. The, Bray, the rich white people, Bray. You can say it. You can say it. Uh, okay. I'm, I ain't got to say the king and queen. I want the people to know I mean, who didn't say, no, nah, I don't know what's happening. It's the character. <laughs> I will say, to your to your point, I do think they could have leaned in more with a, her journey. Because it. at the end of the day, it's like, well, what was it? it was, she had confidence the whole time. It was like, she never lacked confidence. Did she want to be a hero? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like her objective, she didn't have to come at an inner obstacle to achieve her objective, which feels not, which feels like a sidekick. You know what I mean? That's like usually, yeah. And if you have two main characters, though, I don't know. It's funny. I just rewatched Lethal Weapon. Mel Gibson is kind of the sidekick in the sense that he doesn't really, there's no real growth I guess, I don't know. It's his growth that he just doesn't want to kill himself. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Right. Like, why does he not do it? It's like, I don't know. But, like, Danny Glover, like, learns to accept this crazy person as a partner, right? I guess I guess they're looking for a family. I guess her thing is to find a family. So that's her her kind of main objective is to find a family, and she does. She finds this, this guy and the sea beast, this hunter and the sea beast, and then she brings them together, which is very beautiful in that way. She's the... She's, connects them and makes this family of like two people who are essentially mortal enemies and uses that to, you know, heal the world. Make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. Well, Jay, whoa, whoa, we can't afford that. What you doing? Oh, what you sorry. doing? <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't say. Just erase, you know, mute my audio track for that, for that series I will, of I will, I will say this though. <laughs> I will say this is that. It's worth watching. It is. I will it is worth watching. And. A little bit of progression is that Maisie stays black the whole movie. That's true. Maisie doesn't get turned into no animal creature. She gets to be a black girl the whole movie. And this may be the first movie I've seen in probably like the last 10 years where like a black person stayed black. Yeah. We did it. She did. So you're Um, doing better, Hollywood. A little, but you know, we count I, I, it. So it's, I, it's just, it's interesting that you say that, Gerard, because actually, while I was watching the movie for all of its problems, I actually thought that the biggest problem was that, you know, like while watching it, like Maisie, you know, it seems like, like you were saying, she just, her mind is made up so quick, you know, it like happens so quick. And I just would have liked that journey to have taken just a little bit more time, you know, like her really see her struggling with this idea. And what probably would have helped is just if at one point while they're there trying to get Red, when they first see Red and she's there on the boat, she like falls, you know, hits her head 
and then suddenly her consciousness goes into Red, and then Red's consciousness goes into her, and then she becomes a sea beast, you know, because the movie's called you, The Sea Beast. I just, I, so that's then, the and, opposite of what I just said. I just no, thought because she stayed I, a human, and now sure, you're making sure. her a beast? No, but I'm just telling you that it would have made the movie, the movie would have been stronger if if she could have been Bray, through, Bray, through, in this. James, through James becoming is saying he a wished, sea beast. He wishes through, that Maisie became the sea beast. Through We're becoming the you sea beast is how I she don't learns. Like right. James, no, no. It's, a, it's how oh. she, she learns. She stayed black, James. She no, stayed black. She would have been red though. She stayed you know black. She would have become. She would have been red. John, and then by wait, being she red, been red, or she, she would have learned been another. Wrap this up. She would have learned like, but I'm still nice. I'm red, and now I'm I'm still. Right, you know what? Nice. Fine, I do it. Oh, no. Okay. Here on Black Man uh, well, Podcast, she, we rate and review movies not based on whether we like them, James. I didn't James. get to finish my thought, Not but based on okay, but... we like them, James. <laughs> okay, sure. But sure. whether or not we think it helps the cause of getting leading Black actors more jobs in Hollywood. That's why we do it, okay? Yes. So we, if we like it, we give it a Black fist. That's if it helps the cause. Mm-hmm. If we think it, yes. yeah, so-so helps the cause, we give it a white palm. It's kind of sure, a sure, tan sure, sure, palm because sure. it's the inside of my hand. And if we don't like it, we give it nothing. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. So I'm going to do it on the count of three, James. And John, count of three. Three, two, one, one, two, three. I think I might go uno, dos, tres. Ooh, okay, great. Yeah. Uno, dos, tres. What? What? <laughs> you gave it a fist? I gave, listen, let me tell you why I gave it a fist, okay? <laughs> I gave this movie, it was a, a black wow. fist and two white palms. I gave it a fist because this is a movie where I wish I was in D.C. watching it, watching it with my little nieces, because this little black girl, even though she, James, I agree, she is, it's, it's not solely around her, but she's in it enough that I feel like they would have been excited to see this black girl. And she was black the whole movie. She didn't get turned into no animal. Like, she didn't turn into a beast, a, 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 a lion, a dove, a frog. She was just a black girl. And there was another black woman on top of that who she got to have a conversation with and they both save the day together. And I'm like, that alone isn't... I feel like the only time you see two Black women saving something where it's like, the Black women are saving the day. It was like, no. It was like, these two women who are Black are saving the goddamn day. So, you know, it gets a fist. I, I, even though I gave it a palm, I appreciate that they had a scene, or just two scenes together, you know, that were, that like, they were like, actually... You know, getting to see each other, but it wasn't like this. Like, well, I look up to you because you're the other black woman. You know, even though impl- implicitly, you know, she did like kind of could see. It's like, oh yeah, like I could be a pirate. I guess I gave it a palm because I think, I mean, I don't, I don't think the movie is BS, but I do feel like you're right in the sense that it could have been more. We could have, they could have made it a little bit more of a two hander and given us. She, I think she could have got had that top build, or her parents at least, to just know. I mean, it's really a cool movie, and and then you have this young actress who hasn't done too many things, Zara's Angel, and hopefully we get to see her and more stuff. So you know that's cool, and it's like always great to be seeing, you know, animated black characters who don't turn into sea monsters unless James had his way. Thank you. No, no sea uh, monster. Today. No, sure. I mean, I, I hear what y'all are saying. Like, you seem to keep hitting the point of the fact that she didn't turn into a sea monster. I, I don't know if I agree with that. But this is about the cause, James. Being, 
<laughs> that being said, yeah, I gave it I gave it a palm because for everything that I've been saying so far, I do like this movie. I actually like this movie. I had a good time. I love that there are roles for two black women in this and they're and they are prominent roles, but I certainly think that like the yeah, the the story if this story was really about Maisie, I think it would have been rendered a little differently. And so there are just some times where she seems like, I think sidekick is a good word that Bray used earlier. She seems like a, a sidekick, you know, in this, in this movie, instead of as, she doesn't feel like the driving force of the, of the film. And I think that that's a problem, but not full nothing, you know, deserves at least a palm. We did it. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Thanks for letting me come in late. <laughs> John is out here working. He jumping in Hollywood. Like we told him yeah, last he week. Jumping. He jumping. He jumping. I'm over here tripping up. I'm trying, I'm trying to get my hop on. You know what I'm saying? But Bray out here jumping, baby. You do. You're doing a lot. You're literally Bray out here. I have no comments Jarrah's at all. Playing I'm doing a windmill. All I'm right. doing a windmill. I'm too short to dunk, but you know, if I could. <laughs> Yeah, you can follow us at Twitter and Instagram on Blackman Podcast. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website where you can find links to merchandise through T Public, like t-shirts and phone cases and pillows and things. And also we have a defunct Patreon. We have a year's worth of episodes on there, but we do not do new episodes. So if you sign up for that, $5 a month, you can listen to those old episodes that we have and then unsubscribe whenever you'd like. If you rate and review us on iTunes and give us five stars, we'll read your review on the air. While I pull that up, you can also... Follow me at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at James Third Comedy. Third is 3RD. And follow my comics at Rule of Three Comics. Three is the number three on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at Draw Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. All right. Did you read Honey Dip, Five Black Fists? No. No, we didn't. <laughs> Honey dip, fly black fists. You burn so brightly and spread so much light, laughter, and care. The work you do is meaningful. I'm thankful you exist. If I thanked you a million times, it wouldn't be enough. This is like a love letter. A love letter. This is really nice. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your knowledge, comedy, and creativity. Heart emoji. Well, I mean, that's beautiful. Wow. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. I hope thank you have a blessed you. day. Look at that. No shade in that. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you so much <laughs> for listening. Very soon we'll be able to review Nope, but I don't think it's next week. Yeah, yeah. baby. Looking forward to nope. that. Looking forward to that. The, the, was the Warrior Queen or Warrior King mm -hmm. with Viola? Black Adam. I'm here for it. Oh, Black Adam? Ooh, Black Adam? The summer about to get real dark. Wait, no, I just got real racist. excited for like this was like we was doing that the the preview like the sneak preview of the next episodes and I just got real excited for like the next season of Black Mikenja. Ooh, just like, wait. oh shit! What we reviewing? Oh, the summer season coming, baby. <laughs> we got some, a couple, some good couple in coming. the wings, couple in the wings. Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Bonts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Ew, ew, ew.
What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 